Movies Are a Thing is a weekly podcast going over the movies premiering this week and any other movie-related tangents we decide to venture off onto. Hello and welcome to Movies Are a Thing. My name is John. And I'm Travis. And here are the movies premiering this week. But before we do that, Travis. Yes, sir. Hello. Hi. How's your two weeks been? <laughs> oh, they were fantastic. Yes, I hear you. Uh, uh, you have a, a reason for not being here last week, but I do not. Yes, I have a. Uh, so last week I decided to take a Monday off because I had tickets to go to a concert, and it was a band that I've been wanting to see for a long time, and I haven't had the opportunity to, and I finally did last Monday. And that mm-hmm. is the one and only Tenacious D. And no, let me they're, tell they're not you, a band, though. Oh, they are. They are the greatest band in the world. No, they're just a tribute. <laughs> no, that's their song. <laughs> <laughs> but Jack Black, he delivers on stage. Uh, yeah. it's it's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> and I was really surprised. I don't know how into their music you are. But I wasn't expecting none of them to play Wonder Boy, and they did. Okay, okay. And that's one of my favorites. <laughs> it was like they were there just for me. Nice. Very nice. But in these past uh, two weeks, I have had a chance to watch some movies. Hey, which movie? Hey. So I watched five of them. Jeez. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, so first up, I I saw Beast, mm-hmm. uh, which is the one with Idris Elba uh, mm-hmm. punching a lion. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, so I decided that I was going to kind of rate them how we do, um, well, for like the movie ratings and things. Okay. So I, I rated Beast 4 out of 10. Really? Um, yeah. It was... <sighs> So a movie like that should not have been PG-13. It should have been R to kind of give that element of danger that, I mean, not necessarily just because of the gore and things like that, but, like, it kind of gives it more of a a terrifying feel. And it just, it, it didn't give that to me. Um, it, I, it also might be because the lion was completely CGI. Mm-hmm. I thought there would have been a little bit of practical, but no, it was just all completely CGI. But uh, Idris Elba, he does a fantastic job, um, and the kids were great, and our, and probably the sleeper of it was Charlito Copley. Yeah. Uh, he, he was great in it, too. Um, let's see. The next one I saw was Clerks 3, which you guys had already kind of known, because I announced mm-hmm. it that week before. Um, I gave that a 10 out of 10. I thought that was fantastic. Nice. Nice. Uh, it was... So, I I loved the first Clerks movie, but I loved Clerks 2 more. Because I felt like they gave these characters more of a purpose. And some of them got some more, of like, touchy-feely sort of, like, friendship sort of moments. Mm-hmm. And that's what I loved about number two. And this one has that times 10 
Um, and I was not expecting the ending, and I'm not going to spoil it, but um, if you have a chance to watch that one, I would highly recommend it if you're a fan of the series. Okay. Let's see. Um, next one up I saw was Barbarian. Yeah. And I gave that one a 9 out of 10. Really? Yes. It is... I I like movies with twists and turns, and this one gave it to me. And also, I was happy that Justin Long had more screen time than just the five minutes that we had thought he was going to get. Okay, so he did. Okay. Uh, (laughs) So this is the one with with the Scar... Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> was, <scar. laughs> was it was it Bill Skarsgård? Uh, uh, is it? It's the guy who plays it. I know that. I think that's Bill. Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, but he. It, <laughs> ultimately enough, he's not the bad guy in the movie. <laughs> hey, spoilers! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. But I highly. If you like horror um it's very creepy i mean there are some scenes where they're going down like really dark hallways and it it's creepy and i also liked that there were some parts where the the barbarian is coming after um people they kind of give a first person aspect to it and mm-hmm. i really appreciated that i thought that was really cool so it was kind of like a a little bit of a Jaws moment, but more uh, intentional than Jaws was? Correct, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, next after that, I watched um, Hulu's Prey. Oh, nice. Which I know people have given that one a hard time, and I thought it was probably one of the better Predator movies that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I would... Let's see... Like obviously, I like the the first one is is a favorite of mine. Um, Predator Two was just okay, and I thought Predators was okay, just as good. Um, but this one, it kind of had that extra element of it being like back in the times of um, Indian tribes and things like that. Well, I know they are now, but like more so like back in those days. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I thought that was a really clever idea and I kind of want to see more movies like that. Like maybe Predator ghost fights and like samurais and knights (laughs) and like (laughs) King Arthur. Who knows? I would love to see something like that. So it, it was a really clever idea and it really hit my core. Baxter. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, and then my last movie I watched last night, and it's a movie that just came out this weekend. Um, I watched Don't Worry Darling. Okay. I know that uh, there's been a lot of uh, critical panning of this movie. Critical panning. Where they weren't um, too too fond of the movie. Really? I I enjoyed it. Um, oh, I never said my score. Prey, I, give it, I gave an 8 out of 10. Um, don't worry, darling. I also give that one an eight out of ten as well. Um, okay. I really enjoyed the story. Um, <clears throat> there's just something about Florence Pugh in this one that I wasn't really believing her being in the situations that she was being. And okay. Okay. Um, just on the like, it just seems like she was just there to get a paycheck, and that was about it. Like it, she didn't have any heart 
in her in the story that she was trying to portray but then there are other times in the movie too where you can tell that she is so Mm -hmm. maybe it was just kind of like the whole down the production line sort of situation where they're kind of getting burnt out but Mm -hmm. um yeah i i thought it was a good movie all around it's just uh florence pugh's performance that kind of fell short with okay okay well i guess just to put that one in perspective because we didn't really talk about it before um rotten tomatoes right now the audience score is a 78%, so pretty darn close okay. to your 8 out of 10. Okay. The critic score is 38%. See, um, I can, I mean, what are they saying that is their problem with it? Uh, let's see here. Uh, strong start doesn't follow through on his promises. Would have crushed it if it had come out in the 70s. <laughs> uh, cheap parlor trick. Pew gives her all to even the weakest scenes, but leading man Styles struggles to keep up. Uh, let's see here. It's a drag being so far ahead of the characters the entire time. Ooh, okay. Another good hi- highlight of that movie is Chris Pine. He plays a good villain. Yeah? Yes. Very nice. <laughs> it's good to hear. Good to hear. Yes. All right. Fantastic. Uh, well, what do you say we uh, get to some... Of our lots of movie news. All right, man. Let's hop on in. Uh, okay. Well, first <laughs> things first. Uh, Darth Vader from now on is going to sound just a little bit different. Okay. James Earl Jones has signed over the character's voice rights, and he is retiring from the role. So he will no longer oh. voice Darth Vader. That's too bad. Okay. I mean, he's been voicing him for 45 years. That's true. Very true. And, I mean, I hate to say it, but he's not getting any younger. <laughs> That's very true. So what, right? are they just are they just going to use, like, a computer program to kind of do it if, they need, if they're if they going to have Vader in something? Uh, I think they're, they're just going to recast it to a sound-alike. I mean, kind of like they've done with, like, you know, well, it's Disney, so it's like what they've done with Mickey and, and all the characters. They've recast sure. the voices throughout the years. Sure, okay. Which is why... You know, Mickey sounds different every, you know, 20, 30, 40 years or whatever. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, James Earl Jones is, is 91, you know, coming up on 92 at the beginning of next year. So, he's uh, he was like 46, right? Oh, wow, yeah. what a perspective, wow. He was 46 when Star Wars came out. Wow. Yeah, 77, wow. Yeah. Whew, okay. So, and now he is 90, what did I say, 91? 91. Yeah. So, we'll see how it all goes, but well, as of right now, James Earl Jones is no longer going to voice Darth Vader in any new Star Wars properties. So that would mean the last one he did then was uh, Obi-Wan then? Yes. Yes, okay. Uh, unless he did something for any of them that are in production right now. Nope, it looks oh, like it was just Obi-Wan. True. Okay. So, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Well, he's earned his right to retire. <laughs> yeah, he's he's done a few. He he did a few sequels. Just you know, just a few. One or two. <laughs> just a handful. Speaking of sequels, where uh, people get keep getting revived, uh, <laughs> Warner Brothers apparently has started the process of getting a Constantine sequel with Keanu Reeves and Francis Lawrence. Okay, so this is something. That should have happened, you know, the five, six years after the first one came out. Like, 17, I'm really, 18? 
Right. Well, now, yes, of course. Um, but there's one person to what I don't see. I mean, obviously, the cast hasn't been fully set or anything yet. But I'm really hoping that Shia, that Shia, Shia LaBeouf comes back. Yeah? Yeah. As Chaz? As Chaz. Because, I mean, if you watch the end credit scene, he finally gets his wings. Hey. So, uh, I kind of want to see what happens with that. And Spoiler constant- alert, by the way. Oh. <laughs> it's only been out for how long now? So 17 years. <laughs> if they haven't seen it, then... <laughs> I'm sorry for spoiling it. All right. <laughs> but uh, I, I really enjoyed this, the first movie, and I'm excited to see what they do with the sequel. Yeah, well, well I mean, we're going to have to see if uh, if they end up getting, you know, Rachel Weisz back or right. Tilda Swinton back oh, as Gabriel. Right. Yes, that's right. Um, who was the devil, too? Um, he was always in those commercials. Um, <sighs> oh, it was um, uh, Peter Stormare. Yes, that's it. Oh, that's right. And Demon Hansu, too. Uh, so, I'm looking at IMDb for mm-hmm. Mr. Stormare. Okay. Uh, let's see here. We have Troll Hunters is filming right now. Okay. Uh, the Wizard Hunter, The Hunt for Evangelion Crowley in pre-production. The Knife okay. Thrower in pre-production. And Constantine II announced Lucifer. Yes. That doesn't mean anything, though. Oh, because they they could just be putting it in as a placeholder, basically. But I did not realize that. I mean, now that I now that I'm actually looking at it, it's like yeah, that's obvious. But in the movie Fargo, oh yeah, he, mm-hmm. he was the crazy guy, he not Buscemi. <laughs> He's the one who puts Buscemi in the wood in the wood shepherd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he was the uh, cosmonaut in Armageddon. Yes, he was. Yeah. Space. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love that character in Armageddon. <laughs> oh, we'll so see good. how it goes. <sighs> but, uh, I really don't. I, I I should have put these in a better order, but I really didn't. So <laughs> we're just going to keep okay. on. This is this episode is going to be just a constant jumble of news stories, just as a heads up for you. Uh, the next thing that we have, John Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently... Uh, is a was knighted by Queen Elizabeth uh, as one of her very last knighting ceremonies before she passed. Oh wow! Okay. Which one second? I just need to double check one thing quickly. Come on, internet, don't fail me now. Hold on to your butts. Okay, so, uh, so he was born in New York, which means mm-hmm. that he can't go by you know Sir John Williams as Sir. just like an, an honorary kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, yeah, apparently, for you know, <laughs> being John Williams, he was he was knighted. That's really cool, really really cool. And now he has something even more special because, especially if he was like one of the last. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I don't. It doesn't look like he actually did a knighting ceremony or anything like that. It's just mm-hmm. that uh, his name is on the final list of honorary awards for foreign nationals. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, that's he's, really really cool he's done he's done some pretty good stuff so he's done some excellent stuff <laughs> all right sorry getting distracted here looking at <laughs> no, uh, all the different stuff uh so john williams had this honor added to his you know list of achievements mm-hmm. but disney has been removing stuff 
Of course, what did the mouse do now? Rogue Squadron is no longer on the calendar. And that was the the Patty Jenkins directed. Right, but we kind of saw this coming, though. Yeah, it was was taken off the production schedule last year. uh, And, you know, due to, like, creative differences, I think they were saying. Or, like, Mm -hmm. they were saying scheduling conflicts, but everybody had heard creative differences as well. Mm -hmm. And now it's officially off of the release schedule. Well, shoot. I was kind of looking forward to something like that, but... Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I mean we'll we'll see here. Uh, and then they, I mean, this was a part of an entire like scheduling change that we talk about all the time here. <laughs> so, but now we have uh, the Snow White remake, mm-hmm. which will have Rachel Zegler as Snow White. Will be March twenty second, twenty twenty four. Okay. Uh, Inside Out two, which we talked about on the last episode, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, is going to be June 14th, 2024. Okay. And then Mufasa, the Lion King prequel, is going to be July 5th, 2024. That's right. I forgot about that one. I kind of wish I forgot it all together. But Snow White should be good. Hopefully Inside Out 2 is good. But that Mufasa movie, and just no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <sighs> but we can't say anything yet. We have to see a trailer. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I can be... But I can be... I can have my opinions <laughs> up until then, though. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, even if they are wrong. Or right in this case. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. No, as, I don't know. I think you know, last we heard is that, you know, Disney really wanted a more control over everything. And then Patty Jenkins was like, hey, I want to do this, you know, because mm-hmm. this is what... Star Wars means to me, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they were like, eh, no. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> so, and, and put, it seems like the more obscure Star Wars movies always are the better ones. Like mm-hmm. Rogue One. Or, wait, not Rogue One. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, Rogue One. Th- that one was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then I was hoping that we were going to get kind of a Rogue Squadron release. But obviously we're not now. How about solo solo see that movie gets so much hate and it was really good i really enjoyed it i did i I did uh there was one reviewer that i was watching about it that i have i have to agree with them Mm -hmm. it was it was dark not thematically dark just like the movie was dark it was like you couldn't see what was happening Mm -hmm. and then like you look at behind the scenes and you could see everything and, like, right. you look at the monitors that they're recording off of, and you can see everything. And so it's like they went in in the, in the uh, after, you know, the post-production, and we're like, eh, let's just crank that down. You can't see, you can't see anything. Right. And we'll release it. So I wonder if that was a Ron Howard choice or if that was a Disney choice. I mean, it could have just been an editor choice, too. That, that's true. Very, very true. And then, you know... If Ron Howard was like, no, I don't like it that way. But then Disney was like, yeah, no, we're fine. We're fine with that. You know, or, well, we're not going to pay him to, you know, redo all this stuff now. You know, it could be one of 20,000 different things. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. We'll we'll have to see how it goes. Just got to see. Yep. (laughs) Yep. It's not a race to the finish line. Ah, uh, speaking of races, Gran Turismo, the movie that we were talking about a couple weeks ago uh, yeah. that's based off of the video game and also the true story of one of its players mm-hmm. 
who apparently played Gran Turismo and then was like, eh, I'll, I'll, I'll join in the racing and then went on to join racing. <laughs> right. <laughs> apparently, David Harbour, you know, the Red Guardian himself, uh huh, has joined on to or has uh, signed on to star in Gran Turismo as some I don't know what character he'd be playing. OK. All right. I don't even know if there's any like set characters in the Gran Turismo uh, game series. I haven't kept I mean, up like, with them or anything. I would have to think that he would either be so. Basically, it sounds like it's going to be about the a, a teenage Gran Turismo player whose gaming skills won him a series of Nissan competitions to become an actual professional race car driver. So David Harbour might be playing uh, his father or agent or something like that. I don't know. Or maybe the coach, possibly or something coach. Like that. Yeah. So this is yeah. this is coming from Neil Blomkamp as well. Okay. So we'll have to we'll have to see, but it is going to be technically a video game movie. Okay. Wait. We'll Neil, Neil Blomkamp. Mm-hmm. The exact same one, um, who made like a, a Chappie and a District Nine, Nine Elysium. Yep. Why didn't I remember this from before? Huh, okay. Mind blown right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, it looks like... So it's a, it's a script by Jason Hall who wrote American Sniper. Okay. The Bradley Cooper one. Mm-hmm. And uh, also Zach Balin who wrote King Richard, the Will Smith right. movie. Okay. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see where it goes. I like it. Sounds good. One thing we won't be able to be seeing is uh, any plot synopsises for the new Cloverfield film that is... Uh, apparently on its way oh okay so uh uh babak and vari i probably mispronounced that crazy bad uh is apparently set to direct the new cloverfield film we don't know whether it's going to be a direct sequel to cloverfield or if it's going to be in the same universe kind of like 10 cloverfield lane or the cloverfield paradox were mm-hmm. we'll have to see uh J.J. Abrams is producing, so he's still attached to the whole Cloverfield thing. Okay. Uh, I mean, so if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. I don't remember who did the first Cloverfield, or who directed the first Cloverfield, but 10 Cloverfield Lane was Trachtenberg, right? Right. And then Cloverfield Paradox was J.J.? I thought it was the other. I thought J.J. did the first one, but he might have just produced. Matt Reeves, the oh. Batman, Matt Reeves. Ah, the Batman. So, okay, uh, Cloverfield Paradox. Oh, I, I apologize. Uh, Julius Ona did okay. the Cloverfield Paradox for Netflix. Okay. Uh, who apparently is also directing Captain America New World Order. So that's where I knew the name from. I, I saw the name. I'm like, that looks really familiar. Why does it look familiar? Mm-hmm. It's because we talked about him earlier when we talked about Captain America New World Order. Oh, that's right. Yes. You know, just kind of in passing because he's really only, you know, one of the only things that I know of that I can see on this list that I know of of his is Cloverfield Paradox. Okay. I never did watch that, did you? <sighs> okay. Well, we are in the same boat then. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch that one, but I did watch the other two. Did you Did you expect me to watch the Cloverfield Paradox? I mean, I thought maybe you saw Cloverfield and really enjoyed it. I couldn't remember if you saw 10 Cloverfield Lane or not, but I didn't think you would have since that one seemed not up your alley. Nope. And then... 
I thought maybe you might give an exception to to sci-fi space horror, but nope. guess not. <laughs> I mean, like I've seen like Alien, mm-hmm. so there's that. But like, yeah, yeah. And then I saw the newest, you know, Alien movie. Uh, what was that? That was um, Alien Covenant. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you watched that. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I mean that one. That one was just kind of eh. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no. Uh, when we were at the theater with mm. Ten Cloverfield Lane, um, I would I would uh, not like doing theater checks. I bet not. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. I did. So. I did everything to uh, to not do theater checks around well, that time. Well, thank goodness you weren't usher all the time. Yeah. To where you would have to where uh, you would have to do theater checks. So that's oh, I still I still had part. to. I still had to, but okay yeah i was like i was wondering what you did when um when there were other horror movies out how how that would work out yeah a a lot of times it was you know go in there pretty quick you know do a scan make sure nobody's on their phone make sure nobody's you know talking or anything like that and then out it'd be really funny if there was a scary part and you just like up and screamed or something right and then the, the same thing with a quiet place Oh, I... <laughs> but that one was was a lot easier because you could go in there and you could hear a pin drop, mm-hmm. even on the carpet. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the very first thing I noticed when watching that first one was just how quiet that theater was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that one. I just, I I did feel bad for people that were watching it in the theater mm-hmm. because almost always there was uh, a loud movie next door. <laughs> Of course. You know, I mean, not, I'm not talking like, you know, uh, it's an, it's an indie movie where there's, you know, always stuff kind of happening or whatever. No, this is like action bombastic, you know, kind of thing. Oh, like, yeah. It, right next oh, yeah. door. <laughs> well, yeah, I believe, yeah, I can remember that because when I first saw it, I believe it was in Theater 4. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. was the bit like the biggest besides the XDX and thirteen at the time, mm-hmm. and then it, it, and then like right next door is Theater One, and then that one has a pretty, I mean there was usually a, a action movie in there of some sort, so you right. always hear that stuff. Right, right. So distracting, but <laughs> just a little bit, yes. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, so you know we'll we'll have a Cloverfield to a new Cloverfield Lane or Cloverfield movie to. Uh, uh, what's the word? Um, traumatize, you know, an entire new movie going group. Mm-hmm. Just like the Final Destination movies did. Speaking of, apparently mm-hmm. there's going to be a Final Destination 6. Really? Okay. Yes. And, uh, the, the directors, uh, of it, Zach Lepofsky and Adam B. Stein. Okay. Who made Freaks in 2018. Oh, good movie. Okay. Uh, they are going to be the directors of Final Destination Six. Perfect. Okay. So we'll have to we'll have to see how that goes. Uh, one second. I just I don't know if I remember Freaks. Freaks. Um. Or am I getting that mixed up with Freaky with uh, Vince Vaughn? Yeah, this one does not have Vince Vaughn. Emil Hirsch, yeah. Bruce Dern. Uh, a bold girl discovers a bizarre, threatening, and mysterious new world beyond her front door after she escapes her father's protective and paranoid control. Okay, that is not what I thought it was. It was definitely the Vince Vaughn one, because that was freaky. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so, Craig Perry, who 
was the original franchise producer is back on. Okay. Uh, John Watts. Uh, okay. Is who, you know, director behind the Spider-Man movies mm-hmm. for Marvel now, mm-hmm. is producing it as well. Cool. Uh, let's see here. Watts also wrote a treatment for the movie. Wrote and a then treatment. Okay. It looks like uh, Guy Busick and Laurie Evans Taylor mm-hmm. are actually writing the script, and they their credits include Ready or Not and the relaunched Scream franchise. Ready or Not is a fantastic movie, and I liked where they went with Scream, so I, I am on board with this. This should be good. So it looks like, I mean, obviously they're going to stick with the same kind of thing, you know, the main character has a premonition of something horrific mm. happening log truck and <laughs> stops that from happening to them mm-hmm. but then death comes for them in other ways pain of glass falling um the dentist chair <laughs> the elevator <laughs> the sun tanning booth <laughs> lasik eye surgery the fire escape ladder. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, uh, the uh, the jaws of life. Oh, uh, uh, the uh, barbed, barbed wire fence. Yep. 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 That's a good one. <laughs> uh, the grill at the end of that one. Oh, that's right. Uh, was it five where the the drain? Uh, I couldn't tell you. In a pool. It's one of... I can't remember which one it is, but the the pool drain. Mm -hmm. And then there was the escalator. Oh, that's right. Yep. Uh, There was the... Well, there was the shower curtain in the original one. Yep. Right? Yes. And the the shower curtain line? Yep. Okay. The roller coaster in um, three. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was... Oh, well, there in two, there was the, uh, the fire explosion hospital explosion oh, yep yep uh let's see here what am i missing what am i missing i'm oh, missing something gun one and number two that nail mm-hmm. gun is awesome um nail gun it, w- it, it was either I, I it's either in two or three but uh I they're in the nail gun in a store and this girl has a nail gun and it ends up shooting her in the face and that might that i think that's going to be three then yeah, because two, yeah, two is the one with, um, that had the, the log, um, mm-hmm. yeah, the log truck and things. Mm-hmm. Hook Hands Elevator, yep. which we already said. Yep. Good movie franchise. I enjoy those. <laughs> but like we were talking before, you know, traumatized an entire generation of following behind log trucks. <laughs> uh, well, even... even- yeah, even like normal things in life, just like going to to the dentist. Like I don't like going, but I I can handle it. I know you have a fear of it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that just strikes your worst fear. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, I mean, you know, with the whole nitrous oxide and then something, you know, the mobile falling and <laughs> landing in your mouth. Yep. Yep. <laughs> But then being saved by the dentist, so that's always, of, you know, a positive. Course. And then the birds afterwards. Oh, uh, yeah. With the pane of glass. <laughs> that kid. <sighs> that kid got squished. <laughs> uh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Good choice. <laughs> so, 
So Final Destination 6 uh, has new directors. You know how they got their, got the role? Uh, uh, no. Got the job? No, what's up? Apparently they were in a, in a call mm-hmm. with the production team. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Was it this one? Yep. Uh, so they hopped in a Zoom call to make a big last pitch. Mm-hmm. Mid-pitch, the fireplace behind the pair suddenly sparked up, starting a small fire. The duo worked to extinguish the flames, sat back down, and then the ceiling fan above them collapsed, quote-unquote, decapitating one of the filmmakers. That's awesome. And that's how they got the chi- That's how they got the, the job, because apparently uh, um, the executives apparently broke out laughing and then calling it the cherry on top. Oh, that makes me think they're going to go comedy with it, and I don't know how that'll work. Well, I, hope, I mean, like, hope they don't go that route, but okay. You know, I mean, it's... I don't know, we'll have to see. <laughs> One kind of weird note. Mm-hmm. Uh, these these two guys, Zach Lepofsky and Adam B. Stein, mm-hmm. uh, they directed a couple episodes of the revived Fraggle Rock. Okay. And also, the live-action Kim Possible movie. I forgot they did that. <laughs> I I totally forgot that they even made that. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, all right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see where it all goes. Sounds uh, good to me. All right. <laughs> just like we'll have to see where this next movie goes, where Nick Frost and Lena Headey are set to play a stranded couple up against a serial killer in Svalta interesting i like i like the cast already um mm-hmm. like nick frost he doesn't get enough credit no he's great he is he is absolutely fantastic and lena and L- lena hetty she is Hedley lamar what <laughs> right <laughs> uh she is fantastic in everything she does too so yes i know you and i we both love dread Exactly, Mama. And she's a, a fantastic bad guy in that one. So, mm-hmm. and apparently this is, they're actually reteaming because they starred together in Fighting with My Family. That's remember right. that wrestling movie? They did. Yeah, they were mom and dad. Oh wait! Oh, I totally forgot. What? <laughs> that was Florence Pugh. It was. So yeah, Nick Frost, Lena Headey, and Florence Pugh were all in Fighting with My Family. It all comes together. <laughs> right now. Right over me. <laughs> Uh, but yes, Nick Frost, Lena Headey basically are going to be uh, husband and wife where they go to a a remote island with a dark past. Apparently a serial killer is also on the loose and has unfortunately, er, and unfortunately for them, the hostile locals have no interest in helping them. I can just see the, I can just picture some situations that they are going to get into. And I like it and I look forward to this. Apparently Nick Frost wrote it. Or was one of the writers of it? Oh, even least. better, even better. Right? Yeah, yeah. So he's he's the the lone credited writer for it. Okay, Nick, I will see anything you make, man. Just go for <laughs> it. Perfect. Uh, so, uh, I guess I re- going from a serial killer to another killer. There we go. Why <laughs> not? Apparently, Ty West mm-hmm. <laughs> revealed that the X trilogy will end with. Max Zine. So there okay. was there was what? Pearl? There was, uh, a- it was X? It was X and then Pearl and then now Maxine. Right. Okay. Which apparently has been doing pretty darn good at the festivals that it's been at. 
and I know people, it is shocking that I haven't watched any of these two movies so far yet, and I promise I will get to them. <laughs> you will get my, my review. <laughs> Eventually. Eventually. Mm-hmm. Which, apparently, Mia Goth mm-hmm. is going to be in all of them. I love it. So we'll, we'll see how it, how it all goes. I mean, just from watching the trailer, she's super creepy in it, so... Mm. I'm glad that they're keeping that consistent. That's that's good on their part. There we go. There we go. That being said, that's the last of our news. That will actually bring us to our trailers. But before we go into that, make sure you visit us at Facebook. We're at Facebook.com slash Movies Are Thing. We are also on Twitter and Instagram at Movies Are Thing. No spaces, dashes, slashes, anything like that. At Movies Are A Thing. Come on by and say hi. We would really appreciate it. We want to hear from everybody. Yes. That too. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Going into our trailers. The first one that we have. Mm-hmm. We have a trailer for Hellraiser, the movie that's coming to Hulu. Yes. So Travis, what'd you think? <laughs> you didn't watch the the trailer, or did you? I watched it. Okay. Uh, you have fun with it, but I want to know your <laughs> thoughts. Uh, so. I've only seen the first Hellraiser, um, and I really enjoyed the first one. So it's going to be different with a female uh, pinhead, but um, this one looks like it's going to be a lot scarier, and I'm kind of down for that. <laughs> so <laughs> I I know that might seem a little messed up, but uh, yeah, I... I, I like this sort of stuff, so bring it on. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. We'll see how it all goes. I uh, hope it's good. I hope it, I hope it is. All right. Uh, I mean, yeah, so basically the trailer, I don't know, that, that, that guy was kind of very much, you know, well, will I get a prize at the end? Mm-hmm. I will. Right. <laughs> yeah. It is, it's going to be a bloodbath, I think. Very much so, yes. Yes. And also all that kind of scary, uh, hellish landscaping and, you know, just it's it's all about, like, torture and things. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's, it's going to be creepy and I hope it is turned up to the 10th degree. Should be fun. Should, Should be, be fun. Well, well, okay, for me, not so much for you. Yeah, but, no. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Which brings us to our next trailer for Babylon. This trailer is the most Quentin, non-Quentin Tarantino, but yet the most Quentin Tarantino movie I've ever seen. So Babylon is written and directed, I believe. Yes, written and directed by Damien Chazelle. So now that name sounds familiar, but it was blanking when I watched the trailer. What else has he done? Uh, he's done, he, he wrote and directed uh, La La Land. Okay. He also wrote, uh, or he also wrote, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Okay. Uh, and then he wrote and directed, Whiplash. I want to watch that. I haven't had a chance to watch that yet. Really? Yeah, and I really that want to. That one is intense. That's what I hear. It, I mean, J.K. Simmons and Miles Teller just, oh boy. That <laughs> they go a few rounds. Well, it just seems like it's a lot of J.K. Simmons yelling at him. <laughs> It's J.K. Simmons yelling at him. It's Miles Teller, you know, playing the drums like super intense, you know, oh, jazz sure. drums and, and everything like that. And 
It's just oof, 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 oof. So he can do he can do very very intense. Mm-hmm. He can do uh, creepy with ten Cloverfield mm-hmm. Lane. Mm-hmm. He can do uh, kind of like happy on the outside but broken heart on the inside with La La Land. Mm-hmm. So I mean we'll we'll see how it all goes. Those are just such a broad range of movies. I mean right? like La La Land, like La La Land is just. It's so happy, but yet so dark. And uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane—that's just a straight-up horror movie, but with some mm-hmm. sci-fi in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it, yeah, it's just such a broad, broad range. And, and I mean, this, this one just looks crazy. It does. It looks absolutely nuts. I love Brad Pitt. I mean, he's he's fantastic in everything he does. Mm-hmm. Um, Margot Robbie, fantastic. Uh, so Gene Smart is in it, Olivia Wilde, yep. Samara Weaving, Jeff Garland, Toby Maguire showed up. Yeah. <laughs> did not expect that. I didn't either. Uh, so it looks like, uh, Diego Calva mm-hmm. is possibly the main character. Okay. Uh, so if you ever watched Narcos Mexico, mm-hmm. he was Arturo in that. Okay. Uh, see here, but yeah, other than that, it looks like it's all just a lot of, uh, Spanish stuff. Cool. Or Spanish, sorry, Spanish language stuff. Mm-hmm. And over-the-top Brad Pitt is the best Brad Pitt, in my <laughs> opinion. <laughs> like, just doing, like, train. big, grandiose <laughs> speech. Yes. And then going into a tap dance and falling over the ledge, right? Yeah, yes. <laughs> so, I mean, this is, this is going to be a movie that is very much going to earn its R rating. Oh, very much so, yes. Uh, I mean, like, basically, the trailer opens with uh, Margot Robbie and uh, Diego Calva uh, doing drugs. So... Mm-hmm. But, I mean, this is this is what? Like, right when movies are going from black and white to color, or... Yeah. So, almost kind of like around uh, where uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was. Just kind of in that transitional between old school Hollywood to kind of where it was going to where it is now. So Babylon looks insane. So is, okay, I'm only going off of La La Land, Uh but do you think this is going to be a musical? I think it's going to have music in it. Okay. I don't think it's going to have as much music in it as La La Land did. Okay. But it's going to kind of have the big, I think it's going to have at least a few kind of big musical moments kind of things. And by that, what I mean is like the, uh, you know, the, these big dance party kind of things like you see in the trailer. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right. But not necessarily full on La La Land closing down, you know, the LA highway to have, you know, a traffic jam parked there and film it. You right. know, yeah. <laughs> Nothing quite like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this one, this one looks insane. Our next trailer looks just downright. You know, grip the edge of your seat the entire time. Yeah, right. Jeez. <laughs> and Dave Bautista in this is creepy. <laughs> okay, so our next trailer is "Knock at the Cabin," which is it's a Shyamalan. <laughs> uh, very much so. Um, Did you see who else was in it, though? Well, I mean, we got Dave Bautista. You might not have recognized him. 
Okay, now I'm not too sure, so... Uh, one second. Okay. Okay, so, I mean, basically, uh, knock at the cabin, it looks like is about this family that goes to a cabin to have a vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the dads is played by Jonathan Groff. Okay. Who was, uh, he was in Hamilton. He was the King George in Hamilton. He was also okay. the voice of Hans, or not Hans, um, Kristoff in Frozen. Ah, okay. He did, he did the, uh, the eighties hair metal, uh, song in Frozen 2 that everybody apparently uh, hated, even though I thought it was amazing. Yeah, I like that one. In the trailer, there is a shot of all four of these characters that come to the cabin and uh, seem to have some not so not so great intentions uh, in terms of keeping people alive. Uh, but there's uh, looks like Abby Quinn is playing one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that Nikki Akuma Bird? Which I don't really know anything that she's in. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dave Batista, and then Rupert Grint. Was that him? I thought that was him, but I wasn't sure. It is Ron Weasley. Oh my gosh. Ah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It's it's going to be... <laughs> as somebody in the comments put, anytime Dave Batista wears glasses, you know he's going to give the performance of a lifetime. Right? <laughs> Just the pure creepiness... Mm-hmm. of his delivery in the trailer alone. Man, I don't know. So my question is, who has to make this choice? Is it is it one of the is it one of the the parents or is it the child? I don't know. I think they just say one of them or they they have to make a choice as okay. in like all three of them. Otherwise it'll bring the apocalypse. Yes. Okay. All right. <sighs> <laughs> I will I'm definitely sorry. be watching this one. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if I'll be able to, man. All right. <laughs> like, sometimes I'm good with Shyamalan. Other times, not so much. Well, like, Shyamalan has that element in his movies where he kind of has some humor. And this one, I don't get that at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This one, I feel, is just out to creep people out, and I'm for it. Right. <laughs> Uh, so let's see here. Let me let me see if I can do something quick. Okay. But my heart is broken because of what I have to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's just creepy. <laughs> right. Right. By the way, I figured it out. <laughs> so proud of you. So so proud. Go me. Go, John. Yeah. Yeah. We were called, and are united by a common vision which has now become a command that we cannot ignore. The four of us are here to prevent the apocalypse. Yeah, dude, this this looks super creepy. <laughs> <sighs> and John is not for it. <laughs> I am not for it. Uh, but yes, so Dave Bautista, Rupert Grint, uh, Jonathan Groff. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's going to be a good time if you like those kinds of movies. So, Travis, have fun. I will. And by the way, guys, like we can talk about it, but you should go and watch this trailer because it'll creep you out. It is just so intense that even though we're saying that it's creepy, it doesn't give it justice. You have to watch it. Right, right. 
Uh, but let's go on to our next trailer, yeah? Sounds good. All right, our next trailer is Enola Holmes 2. I never watched the first one. Neither did I. I meant to, and I never did. Uh, but this is uh, Millie Bobby Brown. Yep. Back as Enola Holmes. Uh, Mr. Henry Cavill back as Sherlock. And uh, Enola is trying to make her way as a detective. But yet it seems as though their cases this time are going to intertwine. Ooh. 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 <laughs> so yeah, basically, uh, Enola finally gets, a, finally gets a missing person case. Mm-hmm. And is trying to figure it all out. And then all of a sudden, her brother is there. And, uh, yeah, they, their, their cases are intertwined. They sure are. So Which, brother and sister must, must work together to figure out this case. There you go. There you go. Uh, so if you watched the first one, you liked it, there's another one coming out here. As you can tell, we are super excited. <laughs> I mean, like... If I watched the first one, I'd probably be more excited. This one's yeah. coming out November 4th. I, yeah, I didn't say. So, uh, Knock at the Door, February 3rd. Uh, Babylon, January 6th. And Hellraiser is uh, October 7th. Cool. All right. Fantastic. Back to Star Wars. <laughs> uh, there's a new movie coming out called 52577 with John Francis Daly in it, which, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> like i don't know i don't know it just feels I, he it seems like he will always be either the one kid from freaks and geeks or the one kid from waiting for most everybody i forgot he was in waiting <laughs> even though he's been in a bunch of other stuff oh i know but everybody will always just see him as the dude as the kid from freaks and geeks or mm -hmm. waiting i guess technically bones as well now I never watched Bone. Yeah, me neither. Uh, <laughs> but I've heard it's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but then, as a reminder as well, mm -hmm. he did write the screenplay for uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2. That's true. Yes. There's a leak in the boat. Uh, I, I love that movie so much. It's so <laughs> cheesy, but it's so good. <laughs> uh, he also did the screenplay for Spider-Man Homecoming. He was one of the yes. writers there. Mm-hmm. And he is... He has written an early draft, apparently, for Mask, Mobile Armored Strike Command. Ah, so they're making a Mask movie. All right, cool. Apparently. I like it. We'll see how it all goes. But this is this is just, uh, like, announced. Okay. So this trailer hit all of the, like, 90s nostalgia for me. Like, it was, it's not even set in the 90s, but just the, the way it looked, it just rem reminded me of old school TV, and it made me happy. Yeah, so basically, uh, 5.25.77, like I said, has to do with Star Wars. It's a coming-of-age comedy inspired by the true story of a nerdy, alienated, hopeful filmmaker named Pat Johnson about growing up, falling in love, and becoming the very first fan of the movie that changed everything, Star Wars. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think this, I think we, did we talk about this before? Have we? Um, I don't think we have. I take that back. I, I don't think we have. I, I mean, I know we've talked about, like, other movies like this, but not this one in particular. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this one, uh, it, it's, like I said, it, it was based off of a true story mm -hmm. of a filmmaker named Pat Johnson. Oh, hey, look at that. The writer and director is Patrick Reed Johnson. So weird. Yeah, weird. <sighs> okay, so John Francis Daly, like we talked about, is in it. 
apparently Neil Flynn is in it. I didn't see him. Okay. If you ever watched Scrubs, he's janitor. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, this, this one looks like it's a very good, you know, kind of like, well, like it's at a coming of age story, uh, mm-hmm. trying to see Star Wars and, you know, making their own movies based off of serials that played in front of movies that, you know, knew that they were not great, but still were like, hey, we're just having mm-hmm. fun. Look at the fun that we're having kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of sad that we grew up in the generation that didn't really have that kind of stuff anymore. Like, we grew up on trailers and things, but, like, back in the olden days, they kind of had things like that, and that would have been super cool. To see. Yeah. 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 I guess. <laughs> I guess I just kind of kind of like that kind of stuff, I guess. I don't know. Oh, seems pretty strange to me. Ha ha. Ah, segue. <laughs> to our next trailer, Strange World. Uh, this one is the new Disney one. Mm-hmm. With uh, Jake Gyllenhaal as the main character, uh, who else was in it? It was um, Jake Gyllenhaal, um, Alan Tudyk, obviously Gabriel mm-hmm. or Gabriel Union, Dennis Quaid, ah, mm-hmm. Dennis Quaid, uh, Lucy Liu. Yes. That was Lucy Liu, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, how did I not recognize her voice? Uh, but yes, so this is the new uh, Disney animated movie that's going to be coming out in November. Uh, basically. Jake Gyllenhaal's dad, Dennis Quaid, was mm-hmm. a famous explorer uh, and disappeared. Mm-hmm. And then Jake Gyllenhaal's character uh, gets called on by the president, apparently, to go and explore to try to save the planet. Uh, shenanigans ensue, as you know, as you would think with Disney. <laughs> right. Although I was not expecting that whole thing with the pilot. Pilot. Um... They pretty much did a wash to the pilot. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch the trailer because not right now I'm not picturing it. It is, um, here, one second. Okay. So is where the pilot is like, oh, we're going we're, we're gonna to be doomed. We're going to be doomed. Jake Gyllenhaal's like, really? I'm just messing with you. And then like this like pterodactyl thing comes busting through the window, wraps his tongue around the pilot dude and yanks him out. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Was not expecting that. <laughs> at all uh but it's, Look, yeah. it's just there to keep you on your toes man <laughs> somebody in the comments man disney sure is loving these generational trauma stories huh <laughs> uh, but yeah so basically i mean uh, somebody else put this pretty i think pretty good it mm. feels like this is something that could have come out between atlantis and treasure planet yeah it's it seems like it's going to be a very obscure disney movie Mm -hmm. but as we know from you know atlantis and uh uh treasure planet that those are some of the best ones Mm -hmm. so we'll have to see how this one goes but i'm i'm on board for it fantastic yeah uh which leads us to our last one based off of uh stephen king one again Mm mm-hmm Mr. Harrigan's phone. I was not expecting this. This looks good. <laughs> I, <laughs> and right. it, it isn't this like one of his books that just recently came out not that long ago? I mean, it would have to because it's talking about iPhones and stuff. Right. But it, it definitely stars uh, the kid from It. Um, <sighs> Jaden Martell. Back, yeah. Uh, he was the younger version of... Uh, 
James McAvoy. Bill. What? Bill. Bill. Yes, thank you, Bill. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think this looks really, really good. Um, so, you know what else he was in? Uh, it, well, he's, he's in a lot he of was, stuff. He was also in um, one recently. Uh, CSI KFC? CSI KFC. <laughs> uh, I will not eat one iota of sh- Yep. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, what movie was that? Um, a donut's hole in a donut's hole. Why can't I think of it? Come on, Travis. I, I swear I'm losing it. Um, you did this. Uh, that's not helping me, man. <laughs> uh, CFC. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, see here. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield. Oh. Uh, let's see here. Jamie Lee Curtis, Michael Shannon, uh, Don Johnson, Don Tony Collette. Oh, 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 yes. Knives out. Okay. <laughs> Anna Domus, Chris Evans, Christopher Plummer. I forget he was in that. Yes, he was. Yeah, he okay. was the he was the kid. Yep, Jacob yes, Thrombie. he was. Oh. <laughs> I, I couldn't get it out. I was like, where did CSI KFC come from? I should know this. Why couldn't I think of it? But okay, I'm good. Uh, such a great movie. Okay, it really no. is. Uh, Mr. Harrigan's phone. <laughs> let's, go, let's go back to that here for a second. Okay. I could not. I'm so used to seeing him with a beard. Seeing him without a beard was weird. Mm-hmm. Donald Sutherland is Mr. Harrigan. Yes, he is. I did not recognize him at all. Well, I guess he doesn't have to play play President Snow anymore, so he doesn't really need the beard. But he's had a beard in pretty much everything he's ever done, so... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or some sort of facial hair. Mm-hmm. Because I think back in... Was it Kelly's Heroes? Was it... No, he was... He was... Was he, was he Kelly's Heroes or Dirty Dozen? Oh, I haven't seen any of those. So, um... I don't know. Uh, give me a second. Dirty Dozen. I think he okay. had a... A mustache, like a full-on, like twirly mustache. I must mustache you a question. <laughs> right? Or am I thinking of something else? Or was he in both? I don't know. He was in both. Dang it. Okay. <laughs> in, yeah, he was. He was Sergeant Oddball mm-hmm. in Kelly's Heroes. Oh, and he had the full beard in Kelly's Heroes. Okay, never mind. Okay. Um, and then right after Kelly's Heroes, he was in MASH as Hawkeye Pierce. Yes. So I went from Donald Sutherland to Alan Alda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alan Alda. Uh, but yes. So Mr. Harrigan's phone based off of the Stephen King movie or movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I book. You mean book? Yes. Or sorry. Uh, it's, it's a story in a it's a short story in a collection of short stories by Stephen King. Oh, okay. Uh, the book itself is called If It Bleeds. Okay. And it was published. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. April 21st, 2020. April 21st, 2020. So that was a very fast turnaround time. Yeah, no kidding. But, I mean, it makes sense since, I mean, it does feature iPhones. So. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Uh, but yes, so basically, uh, this kid befriends Donald Sutherland, 
mm-hmm. who has a past that he doesn't really explain. Um, right. And then Donald Sutherland passes away. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kid puts his phone in his pocket before he's buried. Mm-hmm. And then basically is still like calling it and stuff to, you know, kind of gripe about life and stuff. You know, he's getting bullied and stuff at school and he got beat up. And so he calls the phone and it calls back. Ooh. It sure does. Spooky. Uh, and then stuff starts happening. Mm-hmm. So based off a of Stephen King movie, it's going to be a nice little horror film. Have fun. I will. I will watch this one. <laughs> Perfect. That means I don't have to. Sounds good. And that brings us right into our movies that are premiering this week. All right. So the first movie for this week is our favorite the Monsters, which is rated PG and is going to be on video on demand and digital. Mm-hmm. Lily is a typical 150-year-old lovelorn vampire who's looking for the man of her nightmares until she lays eyes on Herman, a seven-foot-tall green experiment with a heart of gold. It's love at first shock as these two ghouls fall fangs over feet for each other in a Transylvanian romance. Unfortunately, it's not all smooth sailing in the cemetery as Lily's father has other plans for his beloved daughter's future, and they don't involve her new bumbling beau. IMDb Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic did not have a score for this one. So, I know this movie looks absolutely terrible. Are you still going to see it? I still want to see it. I want to see. I mean, it could possibly be good. I I want to see for myself. Cause who you knows, gonna, like, you're going to subject yourself to that? I'm going to try. I mean, if I can make, I will let you guys know on, I will let you guys know on Monday or when we record next, how, I, if I watched it or not, but I want to see this. I mean, it, it, I know we've said a lot of bad things about this movie, um, but I want to see, cause it could surprise us. We don't know, but I guess I won't know until I see it. All right. All right. Have fun with that. Uh, I will. <laughs> I will try at least. <laughs> it's going to be on Netflix tomorrow. Okay. All right. Uh, our next movie is Blonde, and it's going to be is rated NC-17, and is going to be on Netflix. Based on the best-selling novel by Joyce Carol Oates, Blonde boldly reimagines the life of one of Hollywood's most enduring icons, Marilyn Monroe. From her volatile childhood, childhood as Norma Jean, through her rise to stardom and romantic entanglements, Blonde blurs the lines of fact and fiction to explore the widening split between her public and private selves. Uh, IMDb has this one at a 6.3 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 52%, and Metacritic is sitting at a 52 This looks fantastic. It does. I, I really want to see this. I do, too. Speaking of Anna de Armas, Anna de Armas is Marilyn Monroe. Yes. I'm a little intrigued about this NC-17. Um, I could not, like, I'm glad that they're releasing this on Netflix instead of in theaters because it would have gotten Nothing. no, well, yeah, nobody would have gone to see this if mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. in theaters. Um, but hopefully this will work out for them. I mean, it looks it looks fantastic. I mean, those scores are decent enough right now, so... Yeah. I guess we we won't really know until we really watch it, but exactly, exactly. So, uh, September twenty eighth, so Wednesday, okay, is when it will be on Netflix. That's not that long from now. So fantastic! Mm-hmm. It's premiering this week. Woo! I did not lie. <laughs> <laughs> so, our next our next movie is Smile, which is rated R, and it will be coming to theaters after witnessing a bizarre traumatic incident involving a patient, Doctor Rose Cotter. 
starts experiencing frightening occurrences that she can't explain. As an overwhelming terror begins taking over her life, Rose must confront her troubling past in order to survive and escape her horrifying new reality. IMDb has this one to 6.6 .6 out of 10, Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 79%, and Metacritic is sitting at a 69 Uh, you probably won't be watching that. You are correct. Why? Okay. Um, so this one I want to watch. Um... I don't know if I'll go to the theaters to watch it, though. Okay. I mean, it is written and directed by the same person, uh, Parker Finn, who, okay, has written and directed two other things, mm -hmm. both shorts, The Hide Behind and Laura Hasn't Slept. Okay. Interesting. I've not heard of those, but okay. I mean, they're both shorts. They're both, you know... They're short stories. Yeah. Short movies, whatever yeah. you want to call them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then Smile is basically the ver the first one that, uh, first big one that he's directing. Okay. I think this movie looks super creepy. It does. Um, the Smile aspect of it reminds me a lot of uh, Truth or Dare. Okay. Okay. Um, but I am I am intrigued. Um, like I said, I don't know about it in theaters, but if I can find it streaming, I'll definitely check it out. Very nice. Should oh, be fun for you. Definitely. <laughs> All right. Our next movie is Bros, which is rated R and is going to be coming into the theaters. Uh, from the ferocious comic mind of Billy Eichner and the hit-making brilliance of filmmakers Nicholas Stoller and Judd Apatow, uh, comes Bros, a smart, swoony, and heartfelt comedy about finding sex, love, and romance amidst the madness. IMDb does not have a score for this one. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 95% and Metacritic is sitting at a... 74. So this one looks interesting. I think this looks super good. I want to watch it. So, I mean, uh, you know, it's going to be like a... It's listed as a comedy romance. Mm-hmm. So, it should be fun. Uh, I mean, the trailer looks hilarious, not going to lie. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we got uh, Luke McFarlane, Billy Eichner, Kristen Chenoweth, uh, Amy Schumer is in there, Deborah Messing, Keenan Thompson comes in at some point in time. Uh, Harvey Firestein is in there. Right. Uh, was was the one dude the the dude from Mean Girls at the club uh, when he was talking to him? It. I was wondering. I couldn't tell or not. I think it is. I think it is. Okay. All right. But, I mean, you know, like it's like you said, it looks it looks pretty dang good. Mm-hmm. It does. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a nice, nice, funny movie, you know, rom-com for those that want to go watch it. And it's from the the filmmakers... So it's it's Judd Apatow. Okay. Uh, and Nicholas Stoller, who did the Neighbors films and Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Okay. So he's the director of it. I've been a big fan of Judd Apatow's. I, I know a lot of his work gets criticized. Um, I feel like this one, it could either be really good... Or mm -hmm. they're going to take the joke just way too far. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I hope th th that they don't do that, but um, that's the way I'm leaning that it might go, and I don't know how that'll go. Well, I mean, <laughs> like I said, it is sitting at a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes yeah. with 40 reviews in. That's not bad at all. Yep. And a 74 uh, with 15 reviews, every single one of them positive. Fantastic. Okay. On, on Metacritic, I should say. Okay. And so. I, I've heard of Billy Eichner before, but I guess I don't know a lot of his work. Yeah, well, he was um, Timon in yeah, yeah. 
the the abomination that was the live action Lion King, but he was he was actually <laughs> right. you know a decent part of it, one mm-hmm. of the, one of the only decent parts of it. Right, and so. impeachment, and then American Crime Story. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then he had his TV show Billy on the Street. Yes, I've heard of that. And then he's Mr. Ambrose in Bob's Burgers. Oh yes, okay. And apparently he's reprising his role as Timon in Mufasa. Of course he is. Uh, uh, yeah, because why not? Either. Right. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So we've got that one coming out. Our next movie is Hocus Pocus 2. Sorry. <laughs> You're fine. That was weird. Good. Okay. Sorry, I had something that I was trying to throw in the garbage, but it wasn't like detaching from my fingers. <laughs> Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, our next movie is Hocus Pocus 2, which is rated PG and is going to be on Disney+. Plus. It's been 29 years since someone lit the black flame candle and resurrected the 17th century sisters, and they are looking for revenge. Now it is up to three high school students to stop the ravenous witches from wreaking havoc, or wreaking a new kind of havoc on Salem before dawn on All Hallows' Eve. IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, and Metacritic did not have a score for this one. I hope this is good. It looks good. It does look good, but we've been fooled before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lion King. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, but um, I I just hope that this is good. I mean, it... The trailer looked really good. It does. Um, it's just... It, 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 it's, it's a 50-50 at this point. I mean, it's... It's a series that a lot of people have grown up with, and I feel like if this is going, if this ends up being bad, that it's not going to go well for Disney. I mean, they have lots of money anyways, and they could make a bomb here or there, but uh, I feel like this one might be a big, a, a big letdown if, if it's not good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Since there is so much hype, and a lot of fans out there so right Right. here's hoping here's hoping hoping, right we can only hope exactly we got that spirit (laughs) nice (laughs) brings us over to spirit halloween the movie which is rated pg and is going to be a limited release when a spirit halloween store opens in a deserted strip mall three middle school friends who think they've outgrown trick-or-treating make a dare to spend the night locked inside the store halloween night but they soon find out that the store is haunted by an angry evil spirit who has possessed the creepy animatronic characters. The kids will need to embark on a thrilling and spooky adventure in order to avoid in order to survive the night and avoid becoming possessed themselves. IMDb Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic did not have a score for this one. So weird. I I I could care so less about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, it, it it just looks so unappealing i i have no interest like i had a lot of interest when i first heard about this and then i saw the trailer and i was just eh, i yeah it's a no for me dog <laughs> i hear you i mean it yeah. it honestly looks like a cheesy early 2000s disney movie it looks like uh, like disney channel original movie yeah it, i would agree with that also, I could agree with a kind of more like also really super cheesy '90s like Nickelodeon V though too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. With no, I hear you like, there. Yeah, and then like elements of uh, 
like 90s like Ernest scared stupid and just just that kind of like goofy humor that 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 they hope lands with audiences that just might not hit the mark and it's a real shame because it has christopher lloyd mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly and doc brown deserves better <laughs> doc brown deserves better yeah oh i mean you could always just uh go ahead and take a beer on and bring a beer to him ha 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 oh segue <laughs> speaking of beer runs the greatest beer run ever Mm-hmm. Uh, is coming out this week. It's rated R and is going to be on Apple TV. To show, to show support for his neighborhood friends serving in Vietnam, Chucky Donahue decides to do something totally outrageous. Travel to the front line by himself to bring the soldiers a little piece of home, their favorite can of American beer. However, what started as a well-meaning journey quickly turns into the adventure of a lifetime as Chucky confronts the reality of his, this controversial war and his reunions with his childhood buddies thrust him into the complexities and responsibilities of adulthood. Based on an incredible true story, The Greatest Beer Run Ever is a heartfelt coming-of-age tale about friendship, loyalty, and sacrifice. IMDb has this one at a 6.4 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 39%, and Metacritic is sitting at a 35. This is the first time that I've wished that I had Apple TV. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it looks good. It really does. It does. I think this looks fantastic. As I said, it's really a shame that it's going to be on Apple TV. Right, right. It'd be nice if it was in theaters. Yeah. Or sometimes they do like, that, but... Yeah. Or even, like, like Hulu or even, like, Amazon or something. Right, right. But I guess Apple needs to make their money, too. Yeah. It should be... If you have it, I'd suggest watching it. Let us know. If you if you have Apple TV... Yeah. <laughs> please, please let us know how it is. And just that one line from Bill Murray, he can't even be drunk yet. That's only his fifth beer. <laughs> Gave me a chuckle. I like it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but that is our last movie of the week. Week. Yes. Travis. Yes, sir. Uh, a quick, what, uh, what order would you see these in? Oh, okay. For sure, Hocus Pocus 1. Okay. Ooh, uh, two, two, I would go, oh, man. If you had Apple, let's, let's just, let's just say you have Apple TV as well. Okay. So then two would be the greatest bear run. Okay. Three would be, uh, bros. Okay. Three or four would be blonde. Mm-hmm. Five would be, uh, spirit of Halloween. And then last would be monsters. Where's Smile in all this? Oh, I forgot about Smile. Um, Smile. So let's put Smile at four, and then we'll put um, we'll put uh, Spirit of Halloween six. Okay. So Blonde five then. Yeah. Okay. 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 And that makes me a little sad because Blonde should be higher up, but that's just the way I'm gonna roll with the cookies. There you go. Lots of good movies this week. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have anything else that you want to say? Uh, no, I don't have anything. All right. Make sure you visit us at Facebook. We're facebook.com slash movies are a thing. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at movies are a thing. No space, dash, slash, anything like that. At movies are a thing. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash movies are a thing. If you want to help support the podcast, there we go. We have that over there. Other than that, Travis. Yes, sir. I do believe it is about that time. Records. Cue the outro. 
Thank you for listening to Movies Are a Thing. Be sure to tune in next week for more movies and tangents with us. Yeah, no, not quite. Not quite. You know who's to blame, though? Who? One sec. Uh, oh, no, I want that up there. Oh, I bet you I know. Who? It, it, is it Monday Night Football? No. <laughs> oh, okay. It's... That's fair. And also, um, there's one other thing I was going to try to do. What was it? Eh, I don't know. I guess I'm just pretty... Disappointed! And also... Um, just for... Oh, Travis, Travis. Did yeah. I go away? You oh, did for bad. a second. Okay. So, did we miss my score and everything, or...? No, no. You said 4 out of 10. It should have been rated R because... Because, um... So, a movie like that, I feel, should have been... Should be rated R. Okay, um... That's all I got. <laughs> got toe jam football. He got <laughs> Coca Cola. He got, he got. <laughs> holy roller. We got. <laughs> Sir, you are not giving our our, uh, our artist a very good description to get the suspect out of. <laughs> uh, so. Whew, okay, let's take a breather for a second. Okay, let me save quick. Okay, good idea. <laughs> For the first time. What? Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> you are playing a dangerous game. I am. I am. <laughs> I am what I am. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, Do you mind holding up for a second? I just need to go grab some more water. Sure. What a What a BRB. One hour later. Oh, hi, Mark. Ha. Ah. Sup. Sup, dude. Hello there. Hi. <laughs> Alright, you ready? Let's go. Okay. Forever. <laughs> uh, but yes. I uh, Let me let me see here. Sorry, I gotta do one more thing here quick. Okay. We're gonna do that. We're gonna do uh where was it? Music. There we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Whew, we need another breather for a second. Okay. All right. I'm good. Let's go. <laughs> Let me find my window with all the stuff. There it is. Okay. And hit save again. <laughs> yes. Yes. Again. Totally. Because I've well, definitely okay. hit saved before. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Put that 69 in there. <laughs> Quickly turns into the adventure of a lifetime as Chuck. <laughs> Chucky. Sorry. Uh... <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I was trying to go. I was trying to go for a, a book.
Yeah, I got it. I got yeah. it. Yeah. All right, man. <laughs> I, I can't stay too late here. I gotta go. No, you're good, man. You go get some sleep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Disappointed. I, <laughs> I will. I will text you and let you know how this uh, drug test goes. <laughs> All right. All, All right. right. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. You have yourself a good night. You too. Thank you. Goodbye now. G- goodbye. 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 Goodbye.